I was in. Uh, start again. Mm-hmm. I was in. I was driving in a car because you, that's usual yeah, for that me. That is what you do in a car, isn't it? Yep, you do. Drive, yes. Yeah. Drive. Although you could be a passenger. So. Oh, well, yes. Fair dues. But I was driving in the car, not too far from Michelle's house, actually, and where we live is in the middle of the countryside, so there's, there's, it's late at night, it's dark, and there's not much streetlights going on. Right. But I'm coming up to a bridge... Um, going underneath the bridge and some street lights are there because obviously that illuminates the bridge so you can see what's going on yeah. and as I, as I went past them you know how you're kind of passing the shadow and the light swings from one side of the car to the other yeah. it's as if that's what was the, like the lights travelling something caught my attention in the back seat of the car and I was a little bit concerned about this it was, as I say, a bit late at night I don't believe in ghosts or anything like that, but it did freak me out. Coming under the bridge, and the same thing happened with the next set of lights, and then I saw it. There was an old lady in the car, in the back seat, and I could see her uh, image reflected in the the rearview mirror, and she was sat in the back seat, and I, I couldn't quite believe what was going on. And for there was a few minutes of silence... And then I realised that I'd actually picked up my gran and I'd just forgotten that she was in the back of the car. Now then, now then, this, that is obviously just a story, but it's, but that is not uncommon for an urban legend, right? No, no. Well, I remember one about a pair of red eyes that, uh, similar thing, a man's driving along and he sees a pair of red eyes looking back at him in the rear-view mirror. Now, I don't know how that story ends, but I do know that in the 80s, when I was driving about quite a bit, I daren't look in my rear-view mirror at night-time. Because of the fox? Because of the red eyes. There were no foxes. No, there was a serial killer called the fox, wasn't there? Probably. There was, but it wasn't this one. That was Mr. Mr. Fox. Fantastic, oh Mr. Fox. Oh, my Fox. God. Look at the sky. So, <laughs> nice segue, because let's introduce what's actually going on. We are actually camping by the campfire. We are camping by the, by the campfire. This is the Tales of the Unexpected podcast on location. Now, we've said this once before, but obviously, guys, you know that that was just a, just a piss around. <gasps> What about the Savoy Hotel, the best hotel in London? Look, that was cheap advertising, <laughs> and it's been said now. However, let's just introduce what's happening. We're on location. Joining me, uh, joining us, I should say, hmm. is joining to- joining Cobb. Is so. I'm Chris. I'm Rob. We're Cobb. We're Cobb, and we've brought our partners along, which is Michelle. I'm Michelle. This and is uh, Mabel, who's making some you, howling noise. You hear the noise of a dog. That is our dog. We've got Elle over here. Hey! Which, and that is Rob's wife. And then, over to my left, the superstar of the show is my boy, Charlie. Hey! And that's Charlie. Now, we're all here just for a short podcast. It's a mid-season super special, on location, doing a podcast all about... The urban legends. Let's let's have the intro music and then we'll explain a bit further. Like it.
Right, welcome back. Okay, the tales you unexpected are all kind of they take you on a bit of a journey and then and then spin it at the end, don't yeah. they? Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, which which is the basis of the urban legend, isn't it? Really, precisely. So I thought it would be a good idea to get us out here round the campfire and talk about our favourite urban legends. Right. Does that sound like a good plan, guys? Sounds, Sounds like yeah, a plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, who's got the first urban legend then? Well, I'll tell you one, right? I was thinking about this, because this is one that came from my mum, and this is not the... Did it, did it happen to your mum? Well, when you hear an urban legend, it's usually something that's happened to somebody else and somebody else and somebody else. It's usually like a friend of an auntie's brother's wife, right. isn't it? But my mum used to work as a hairdresser's assistant and uh, she worked at this old people's home and she came back one day and she told me that uh, one of the people, that the old ladies that she did the hair for, had been on holiday and had been bitten on the face. By what? Well, we shall see, shall we? (laughs) (laughs) A lump came up and uh, she was a bit worried about it and it was really itchy and she went to a doctor's and they said oh put some cream on it but it didn't help but then after a while it sort of crowned a bit this lump and then all spiders came out (laughs) and she'd been bitten on holiday by a spider that laid its eggs in her face and these spiders had come out Is this true Rob? Well this is the point, right? She told me that this is what this lady had told her. But later, I found out that this is, in fact, an urban legend. It is, because it's when I was researching what we could talk about, yeah. this was one of the popular ones. Yeah, but the, 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 the thing that I struggle with is my mum told me it as somebody, something as that happened. Yeah. Yeah. So your mum's, been, your mum's been set up? Well... Well, it looks that way, doesn't it? So the story I told at the beginning there, okay, that I'll, I'll reveal now, didn't actually happen to me. However, that did actually happen to somebody that we know, didn't it? Well, it's slightly different. What? Well, what happened to me... This isn't your story. No, but... This was Kev's some, story. Something similar happened to me, where I was driving one morning to work, and it was just a usual morning... And I was approaching... Can I stop you there? Mm. Because I always like when people say it was just a usual morning. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I never really know what your usual mornings are like. So you could have had your suspenders on and a, and a bra on your head. <laughs> that might have been usual. Chris, well, that's what I, I think usually you know do to, to go to work. I've got <laughs> exactly. So you've got your suspenders on and a bra on your head. What's next? OK, so I'm in the car, Radio 2's playing. Oh. I'm, yeah. I'm so yeah. waking Sp- up. It's already got spooky, hasn't yeah, it? it's got spooky. <laughs> I'm just I waking mean, up. I've got to say... Chris Evans playing into Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Evans was definitely that, in the car. No, no, that's the thing. That that is my drive to work. Chris Evans. Chris Evans in <laughs> yeah. the morning. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm Radio Four. I'm, well, I'm a Radio uh, Two listener. So, Radio Two playing, suspenders bra on my head, on my way to work, thinking about the day ahead, a little bit in autopilot as I'm driving towards the motorway, and then. I shit myself because I had a voice in the back of the car and it said, Mum, I thought you were taking me to Grandad's. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, I remember you telling me this. So you had to spin around, didn't you? Forgot about him. 
So yeah. you'd set off for work and left your child in the back of the car? Well, I didn't get that far. He thankfully was old enough to remind me that I'd left him in the back of the car. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. But, no, you not, see... Not quite as sinister as an old lady. No, it's not. And actually, urban legends don't need to be spooky. I tell you what, though, this reminds me of something that I'd been thinking about, which was things, situations that have been embarrassing. And a truly embarrassing situation that happened to me was... It was it had been snowy, and uh, we dug our neighbours out of their car. They dug. Well, our, where were you living? W- where we are now? Just what in in the in the Alberta in the Alberta in the countryside? <laughs> and uh, I set off in the car in order to turn it round to come back and pick up Elle. As I got to the top of the road where I was going to turn round, I saw Elle running towards me in the rear view mirror and it turned out that she thought I'd left her <laughs> and, she, and she'd run probably quarter of a mile in the snow to catch me up thinking I'd left her I, I felt terrible, I still do I feel really awful about that You see, this is the thing about and, and I like that because we are now mixing into realms of these what could be perceived as uh, an urban legend being a creepy story <laughs> but actually is, not they could be just fun just yeah. fun stories but but People. those things actually did happen to you yeah. urban legends are more like you've heard it on the grapevine sort of thing yeah it's true but it's just it was so awful but it is a nice story because because i was thinking a good topic would be embarrassing situations and for me that is one of the most embarrassing oh situations. we could have saved that for another mid-season special well, we probably can let's save it then there was a You've got a really good point there, though. When people tell you um, a story that they clearly believe is their story. So I'm going to take you back to when 9-11 happened, which was awful. And, uh, you know, there were lots and lots of rumours about Bin Laden and um, everything that was going on in the world. And at the time, the guy who I used to work with, Stu, told me that his mum had rung him. (laughs) Sorry. His mum had... (laughs) His mum had rung him that morning and said that she'd been in the she'd been in the post office. Was this somebody who dropped a wallet? <laughs> yeah, I've heard this. Would, one. would this be the story? She's been in the post office and somebody dropped a wallet. Yeah. yeah, listen to the rest of it. I've heard this from not this person, but from somebody else. So, the, so this guy Stu, like I work with him every day, he's a normal guy, and he's telling me this story. So his mum has rang him that morning and said that when she's in the post office queuing to get a pension, some guy had dropped his wallet in front of her. So she bent down and picked up the wallet and said, oh, you dropped your wallet. And she noticed it had a bit of money in, and the guy was really, really, really thankful. Mabel. So the guy was really, really, really grateful. And then decided to tip her off that... But he was a Muslim, remember? Yeah, he was a Muslim, Muslim. yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah. That's important, he was a Muslim. That's important bit, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's a Muslim guy, turns round and he says to her, you know, you, you, you've been so kind giving me my wallet back. This is all the money I have. I need to do something good for you. So please speak to any of your friends or family who are thinking of taking a flight to America this week and tell them not to do it. Well, I heard it was don't go into, like, Birmingham city centre. It's exactly that that we're talking about, is that it's 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 been told that... Something's happened, and you go. That definitely happened, 
because a mate of mine went through it. Yeah. That's the urban legend side of it. Yeah. Just looking at some of the ones that uh, that we've kind of, I guess, famous ones in the past. There's obviously that one that you said. There's. I don't want to tell them out loud because Charlie's here. Is is under the age of ten, but I, I, I also you've heard them all before. But it's that one where there's the man licking the, the hand that he's under the bed. Yeah, that's awful. I don't know that one. I, it's, Tell me. Well, what happens is, there's a man... <laughs> Why would he be licking anybody's hand under a bed? Wait, wait there, wait there. You, don't, you see, I've given away the punchline. <laughs> right, OK. But what happens is, there's a woman in the house and she hears this dripping and she goes to investigate. There's... Oh, hang on a minute. All she's... Yeah, she hears dripping, that's right. She feels a bit uneasy, so she... Uh, puts her hand down the side of the bed, her dog's there and licks it and she's like a bit calm again. Right. And all this time this dripping's increasing and she's like, you know, as long as the dog's there, it's licking her hand and stuff. And then she goes to the bathroom to like, I've got to work this one out, I've got to see what it is. Probably got to wash this dog spit off my hand, surely. The, the dog is strung up. In the bathroom? Yeah, it's, it's, it's dead and it's dripping blood and in the in the blood, written in blood, sorry, on the mirror, it says, humans can lick hands too. Oh. You see, it's a nasty one there. There's, there's, a, there's a few more urban legends that are like this. Yeah, that's, that's bad, isn't it? Yeah, you don't want that to happen. But also, these these are stories that are meant... That, I guess, you know, like Jesus would have done with his parables? Yeah. Which, by the way, when I was a kid, I used to think it was Powerballs. Powerballs? Yeah, and that was long before there were lottery or... Like- Sort of those really sort of elasticy things that if you threw them down on the floor really hard, they flew very high in the air. Now, what's that all about? Is that what you thought Jesus was doing? No, I just thought it was called a Powerball. Right. Like, it's got some sort of bit of information, it's a Powerball. So, anyway, so um, he tells these stories, and. Um, oh, what was I saying? Powerballs? Jesus. Yeah, just, Jesus lick, would have told Jesus us. Jesus is licking your. He's licking. Jesus is licking, Jesus licking, licking, licking his person's hand. hand. Yeah. yeah. What, the point of these stories is to say, just be careful about what's going on. Those sorts of urban legends, though, are um, the, the problem you've got with them is there is there is nothing you could have done in the first place to stop that from happening. No, so it's not not really a story you can learn from, is it? No, you've got no. There's no moral. Yeah. No. Yeah. Or, yeah, or anything from it. But there are some, any more that you've heard. Well, I tell you one that's sort of quite famous is the story about the um, probably best you could call courting couple. What's that mean? They're they're a couple, and it's sort of like in the 1950s or something like that in America, and they drive up into the hills, and uh, they're sort of courting. The sort of kissing and things like that, you know. Is that what the court, they that, do when they're courting? That, that's what courting right, okay. And um, it comes on the radio that uh, somebody's escaped from a... Mental asylum. Mental yes. asylum. And uh, on one hand... He's, he, a he, hook. He's got a hook, yeah. yeah. And uh, the girl gets... She's saying, oh, I, I want to go back. I don't want to... Sort of, I don't feel comfortable anymore. And the guy's getting a bit sort of annoyed about this because he's sort of he's been quite excited about getting up there into the hills with his girl. And uh, 
after a while he sort of drives off in a bit of a bit of a huff at speed and uh, when they then get back to the girl's house they let her out and hanging on the passenger door is a hook yeah you see i i like those where nothing actually is happen, happening to the person but you just go, oh, that were close. Mm. You, I remember when I was a kid seeing this programme, and it was definitely, a, I was definitely a kid, and it definitely wasn't something I'd like watch late at night. This was on during the day. It was a, a man who is helping a woman in a parking lot. Yeah, that's right. She's having problems reverting out of this parking space. Yeah. He he says, look, I can help you, but I, I don't want. It's a bit cheeky to ask, but. Could you drop me off at the end of the, the street here, if that's all right? It's a little bit to walk and stuff, but I'll help you come out if you can drop me off. That'll be great. He's got a suit, a little uh, briefcase, and uh, she uh, she says, "Yeah, that's no problem." He puts his briefcase in the back seat, and then he helps her. And I don't know what she's thinking, or like see, that kind of strange. Hang on a minute, this ain't right. So she thinks, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. This is too dangerous. I'm going to drive off. So she does, she drives off. She gets back home and then she looks into the briefcase. There's knives and ropes and spanners and yeah. stuff, you know. Well, is, is he a plumber, item. is he? He's a death item. Oh, right. These are death items. Right. So those, those are things, again, it's like, those are close calls. And a lot of the tales of the unexpected are close calls, really. Yeah, well, they are. I mean, I've, I've had a similar variation on that, but what happens is... The lady gets in the car, and uh, as he's driving along, the guy looks across and notices that she's got, like, massive man's hands. <laughs> <laughs> Honest. And yeah. then he thinks, well, that's not right. No. And so he... <laughs> man's hands. He, he sort of, like, makes an excuse and drops her off at the next service station, but then later on finds out that there has been a man masquerading as an old lady going around strangling people who've picked her up. Ah, you see, that's... And you just go, it's got to be that... It's got to be Manhand. Yeah, of course it has, isn't it? Yeah. Well, those are the uh, the urban legends. So what is the... What is the what, what do they achieve, then? What In, is the whole point of them? Well, I suppose... Well, I don't know, because, you see, with that one that my mum told me, I really believed it. And then I thought... It's just not true, this, isn't no, it? No, and, and, and I've been misled look, by my yeah. own mother. So, <laughs> so I think there's a there's a dark side to urban legend. There is. It's but do you, do you think that it's almost like haha the jokes on you, or is it deeper? Than I, that? I don't think that from my mum. You see, is this it is deeper. Than normally, that? I would say that, but not from my mum. So, so either somebody had done haha the jokes on you to my mum, <laughs> or she was doing it to me, and I can't believe she would. <laughs> So I, I just don't know. No, I don't recall any any story that definitely happened. Like I was told, oh, don't do this because of this, or be careful of this, or be mindful, or whatever. I don't recall anything like that. Maybe I don't know. I, I always go back to the fact that we were in that haunted house that time. Yeah, and it pretty much the the any illusion of. Of ghosts or the supernatural evaporated yeah. on on that night. Exactly, yeah. it's just too movie-like to be true, to be even close to being the true. Yeah. It's almost like a really lovely crafted story that you don't go, you never sort of go. 
like in those movies at the beginning of the movie, movie where they're sat around a campfire and they go, oh, and then 16 years ago this very night and it was a night just like this. As if the night being just like this was would have alerted like, oh, hang on a minute, the, the maniac goes... Uh, it was oh, a night oh, just oh, like this. I better come back. I better go this. back. Yeah, even though it was sixteen and not a nice round number like fifteen or twenty. I mean, I hope that's not true because we are sat around the campfire tonight, aren't we? Well, yeah. There's only one way to find out. I know. He has very wide eyes at this point. He does, yeah. But Can there, the fire? but there is only one way to find out whether it is true at all. Tune into next week, I think. <laughs> <laughs> See if we're still here. <laughs> but I guess hit and hope, or look for yeah. us on the news, or anything like that. However. There, it's just uh, don't have nightmares, do sleep well. Oh, that God, was no. th- that man who used to say that at the end of Crime Watch. Yeah, Shaw Taylor. Shaw Taylor. Um, Nick Grimshaw. No. Nick he's, Chapman. He's nineteen eighty singer. Nick Grimshaw. Nick Chapman. Hang on, Nicky Clark. Nicky Campbell. Nicky. What was his name? I I... Sue Gibson. Shaw Taylor. Su- Sue Shaw Cook. Taylor. I'm sure. It's not Shaw Taylor. I don't. That's not even a man. <laughs> <laughs> it's something like hey, I can't remember but anyway he did have that thing didn't he yeah which was do sleep well and don't have nightmares and I think that's the moral of the story here is these Lurban legends they're going to knock around Lurban Lurban legends I, I thought that but I wasn't sure yeah, yeah. definitely well Lurban it was a Lurban legend <laughs> uh, just uh, do sleep well have, don't have nightmares or do and make sure they're nice and record them, and then tell us about them. Yeah. Get in touch. We love you. Anyway, we've enjoyed doing this because it, we're actually... You, if you don't believe us, look at the... Look, look, listeners, can you see the fire? No, there's a problem in that, isn't there? In the, the can you do able. that too, can you? No, I mean, I'm hoping the technology exists. But it doesn't by the time. To, does right, it? right now, what doesn't... <laughs> can't what actually speak. I can't actually speak. It could be drink. Right it could be drink. It could be late night. It could be the fire. It could be this... On this very night, 16 years ago. It could be. It could be. The case of the illiterate, legendary, legendary. Oh, legendary sounds like a, a French transsexual, doesn't it? <laughs> and on that bombshell, listeners, we bid you a good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to join me. Like it.